Ahoy! Welcome to our special bonus episode. Back on the boat twice in a week. Twice in a week. We've decided to do a special bonus episode of Bottom of the Stream just to... Because we've got to 10 episodes now. 10 episodes are out there in the uh, internet world. And we thought we'd uh, give you all a bit of a treat and we're leaving the bottom of the stream. We're ascending up the stream. Yeah, so we're not confining ourselves to unknown stuff here, are no, we? No, this, this is going to be us telling you who we are by the films that we love. And the films that we not necessarily love, but the films that we are into. We've come up with five categories. We're going to tell you our favourite films from each of those categories. And we're going to talk about them a little bit and see who we are. That's the plan. We'll see how it goes and... Uh, Welcome to the special bonus episode of Bottom of the Stream. It's not at the bottom of the stream. Let's do it. So the first category that we've given ourselves is a film that is on Netflix. All these films are on Netflix. Everything we talk about is on Netflix. Yeah, so that's the rule. That's the rule. Every film in every category has to be on Netflix. Yeah. That's rule number one. So there's loads of films we like don't, or don't like. Yeah. That are not on Netflix, but they are they don't count. disqualified from this competition. And we are also disqualifying any film that we have already reviewed yeah. on the normal episodes of the podcast. Any of the 10 films that we've seen on the bottom of the stream are not worthy. No. Because we are not at the bottom of the stream for this particular episode. So the first category that we've decided to do is films that describe who you are as a film fan. So, Nick, would you like to go first? Yeah. So, how did you? Are you going to ask me how I took this question? Yes. Was it was it a deliberately that was exactly what I was about to say? How uh, did you take this question? Was it a deliberately quite an open? Uh... Yeah, I left it quite open because the idea is to tell our listeners and our fans in inverted commas now who we are. So I need you to describe who you are by using the name of a film. The Big Lebowski nice. is on Netflix. Is it really? I didn't yeah. even know that was on Netflix. And I love that film. Yeah, I know you do. And it's just so quotable. It reminds me of just hanging around with my friends. Yeah, watching it. We used to watch at it quite uni, often, I think. And... and yeah, guys, friends at uni. Yeah, other friends out and about. How many times do you think you've seen it? <laughs> A lot. Really? I think I've watched it two or three times with you. So but I don't know. I couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't even like I to want guess. to say 25, wow. 50, 25, okay. over 25, I would say. A lot. and But not even just like specifically I'm going to watch it. Yeah. If it's on, it stays on. Yeah. It's always something that goes on in the background whilst I'm, I don't know, doing a bit of work, you know. Yeah, or, it's just one of those things that you can just put on and yeah. you know it off by heart. Because you kind of tune into, oh yeah, it's this bit, this bit's coming up. Yeah. You, you, I can literally talk along with it. I think that's a great choice for you. I think you that film would be how I'd describe you as well. So that's an interesting one. I'm not saying in any way am I like <laughs> the, not the dude, dude. <laughs> or, or Donnie or anyone in there. Did you like but... the reference in the recent Avengers film? Yes. Yeah, that made I thought of you when he did that. In fact, we I went to see the uh, Endgame with my wife yeah. and Thor walked on, he's got his cardigan on, <laughs> he's got his sunglasses on. I turned to my wife and said, he looks like the dude. <laughs> Just before... Tony Stark went... All right, Lebowski. All right, Lebowski. <laughs> so, yeah. You spoke was... in the cinema. That's not on, though. I know, but it was, the... <laughs> it was Lebowski related, so... Okay, cool. So, yeah, I, I, I'm happy with you saying that. I think that does describe you quite well as a film fan, who you are. That's the sort of film you like and what you're into. How about yourself, Adam? I, for this one, struggled. But 
ultimately, there was as soon as I saw this film was on Netflix, it had to be Carrie. Oh, okay. Because you know how much I am a Stephen King fanatic. Room in the very next room to where we're sitting now is every single Stephen King book ever written in order, and Carrie just—he's only got one copy of each. He's not got like <laughs> all the. Yeah, books. it's not all the books he's ever written, but Carrie means a lot to me because I remember watching Carrie when I was very young. So Carrie came out obviously before I was born, and it scared the living shit out of me. But watching Carrie then made me read Carrie, and that's where it started. Plus, it's a really cheesy horror movie, which is all about who I am. Sissy Spacek is amazing in that film. She is incredible in it. Absolutely amazing. I think most people are in it. I mean, they're all playing a lot older than the... (laughs) They're all a lot older than the characters they're playing. That's films, isn't it? Especially films from that period in America. But yeah, it had to be... As soon as I saw that Carrie was on Netflix, I watched it. And then that went on straight on this list. How how did you go about this? Did you did you have an idea if that's there, or that's it, or did you just go in open and you're I think like, what? How I did, went you, do it? did in, you just scroll through? Yeah, I was scrolling through. I went in with the idea that it probably had to be a Stephen King film, right? Because Stephen King is everybody. And yeah, but what if only the crap one had been on there? What exactly. if you, what if you so only had? I went looking for. Is it Dreamcatcher? Is that a rubbish one? <laughs> yeah, Dreamcatcher. You've got to give like but aliens. Yeah, yeah. Dreamcatcher was written by Stephen King just after he got run over by a camper van right. in the hospital while he was in agony. And you can tell because it's fucking mental. <laughs> and it's completely different from anything else he's ever written. But we're not going to get this not turn this into a Stephen King. No, 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 no. So what, what's better? <laughs> carry the book or carry the film? Are they comparable? I don't know if I've read the book, actually. I it's, can't remember. The book of Carrie is really weird because it's told through... It's not like a novel. It's written from newspaper cutouts and right. people's accounts of what happened. I don't think I've read it. And the film is probably better. Because this first novel, yeah. so, and he, he said himself it's not brilliant, but the film is brilliant. The remake is also on Netflix and isn't brilliant, so don't watch that. Yeah, the film that described who I am as a film fan is Carrie. Excellent. Definitely. Good choice. The next category. Before you go on to the next category, oh, okay. can I just, what happens if we choose the same thing? That proves how good friends we are. Does it? Okay. <laughs> I've I've got a few... Because I, I just niche. think if, if that's going to happen, it might happen with this next category you're about to okay, say. Okay, interesting. Well, I've got a few in each ones that are going too, in as honourable. The only one I haven't is that one we've just done. I, it had to I, I see, okay, so I, I, I did have an honourable mention in there. Okay. I, I was quite surprised this was on Netflix. So what I do find interesting about Netflix is that because it generates things it thinks you might be interested in. Yeah. So when we're on the bottom of the stream profile yeah there's all sorts of random shit yeah yeah and then when i'm on my profile because i've got like kids stuff on there for my daughters and stuff so some of the stuff that was coming up as i was delving through i was like oh i didn't know that was yeah i had exactly the same the other one that i had as an honorable mention for something that describes me as a film fan was uh, you know there's no surprises a loads of people are going to answer with this sort of thing but back to the future i didn't know all of them were on there yeah again it just reminds me of it's yeah. just brilliant. It's just yeah, brilliant. It is brilliant. Again, yeah. one of the films I've probably seen more no, times than anything else. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But yeah, not it's, yeah, it's not quite the love. I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't have any honourable mentions in that category because as okay. soon as I saw Carrie was on there, that it said it all for me. So the next category that we've done is a film that you loved from before you were ten years old. Now. We are both 38 years old. We were both born within two days of each other in 1981. So we're looking for films between 1981 and 1991, which I imagine means we're going to be talking about 80s films for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. 
Sure are. Excellent. What film did you pick as a film that you love from before you were 10 years old? The Goonies. That's exactly the same film that I picked. Oh, you should have said it at the same time. <laughs> the fact that The Goonies is on Netflix is brilliant because The Goonies is the quintessential 80s kids film and there is nothing better on there. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Again, it just takes you back. Yeah, it's... I. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, everything's amazing the mu- about The music's great. It's really evocative for me. Yeah. If you haven't seen The Goonies, what are you doing with your life? Go out there and watch The Goonies. Turn this podcast off now and go and watch The Goonies. It's like, really weird because I, I do occasionally run into just, again, people with similar age to myself, either fr- people I already know, friends, or yeah. just because films come up in conversation while you're making small talk or whatever. And occasionally it does come up and, and someone will say, oh, I have never seen The Goonies. No, it's I, mental. It's, it, it was always on TV that much. Yeah. And I think pretty much wore the VHS out that yeah. I had. I just can't get my head around that it's, Something like that is not popped into your consciousness no, at some point in how, the last 30 how years. How have you grown or, up? Even if you're young, how have you grown up without watching the Guinness? I It's always been on TV, like literally every, every few months yeah. for the last 30 years. Quite rightly. On a Sunday tea time. Yeah. It's bumped around which channel it would be shown on, but it's... It's, 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 it's always it's, on. It's always pops up every few months. So I've got on my wall in front of us right now, there's a framed copy of the key that Mikey uses to get into the caves and that's obviously a replica but <laughs> it's one of my prized possessions and it's framed on this wall I absolutely love that film again when I was kids we used to we used to muck around pretending we were yeah. the Goonies yeah. have you, you know? seen that episode of the Goldbergs where he yeah. pretends to be in the Goonies yeah. that that was me as a kid it was, I loved everything about the Goonies I even, I even went to school at one point with a comb in my top pocket <laughs> I never knew that yeah it's because I wanted to be that guy and you wanted to be mouth I wanted to be mouth it had to. I knew you'd pick the Goonies, and I think you knew I'd pick the Goonies as well. And that, that's what I said. I think that was the category that it, it was going to happen. We should have said it at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, though actually, I I didn't think there was there wasn't late loads of eighties films on there. I tried to do the you know the secret search thing you can do on yeah. Netflix. So I, I tried to find films from the nineteen eighties, and there was not as many in there as films from the nineties. That's true. There's not loads. I did find a few. I've got a few honourable mentions on this list. Okay, go for it. So you've already mentioned Back to the Future trilogies yeah. on there. Um, Robocop's on there. Okay, which is a great film. The Witches is on there. That's a good film. Which is a really good film. Yeah. Again, going back to your sort of yeah. Stephen King from the the first category. I know that you were very. You're a very big fan of Roald Dahl. <laughs> yeah, Roald Dahl. Yeah, he's every. I, when your daughter was born, I bought all the Roald Dahl books. Yeah, and gave them to her, which I'm hoping she reads all the time. <laughs> Canine's on there. I I did spot Canine <laughs> because Canine is again a really great film. I don't know if it's a good. I think if I watched it again, I know. Oh, I'm sure I don't terrible. know if I'd think that was a good film. <laughs> I'm sure it's terrible. But in my in, mind, I remember it being in, a good. Yeah, film. in the in the eighties, it was yeah. a great film. And finally, Short Circuit is on there. I oh, see. I didn't. I didn't spot that. I found that Short Circuit two. That oh, really? came up when I was scrolling. Well, maybe through. I've gotten, maybe I've got it wrong. No, I, you you might be correct, but because I did, I did remember thinking, oh, there's there's. Why would short circuit two be on the there? second one? Isn't. And the second one's nowhere near as good. As no, it. the second one is awful because it's not got Steve Gutenberg in, and he amplifies the goodness of any movie by at least a factor of ten. You're right. I'm wrong. Short circuit is not on there. Short circuit two is, but short circuit isn't for some random reason. Yeah, Gutenberg wasn't in the second one. Jump ship. Right? Yeah. So there's definitely good 80s films on Netflix. But go out and watch The Goonies, please. Even if you've seen it, just go and watch it again. It's a, it's a fucking brilliant film. So it's, uh, Yeah, and, and you, you still see those those 
everyone in that, well, most people in that pop up now and again still. Well, it was Thanos himself. Yeah. It was Brant from yeah. the Goonies. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they all pop up occasionally. Yeah. Great yeah. movie. Great Did you have any honourable mentions? I didn't with that one because okay. I was just like, I knew I knew what it was going to be straight away. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, should we move on to the next category? Yeah. The next category is a bit more negative. We've decided to go for a film that you wouldn't recommend to anyone. Now... Obviously, Sierra Burgess as a loser should be copulous, but we've disqualified it as we've talked about it before. Don't watch that film. I'm saying it again. We spent 40 minutes yeah, talking yeah, about that one. About we that. I'm not going to talk about go, it again. Go and listen to episode there six. Must, if you... <laughs> there are films on there. I found this really difficult because I'm quite a positive person when it comes to films. I pretty much enjoy most things. And I found this really difficult. And then a film popped up and I thought, I fucking hate that film. <laughs> so I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. The World's End. That is terrible. It's an awful film. <laughs> so um, just remind people if they're not familiar. So what, which, what The World's End is. is the third film in the Cornetto. I think they could, do they call it the Cornetto yeah. trilogy? Behind Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Which I also don't like Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz, no. Hot Fuzz is good. Uh, whatever. Hot Fuzz is good. I have a, I have an issue with Hot Fuzz, but I'm not getting into that. But The World's End. Me, me and you went to the cinema to watch it. Yeah, with our friend uh, Wayne. Yeah, with Wayne. And... All three of us hated it. I can remember being terribly disappointed because I really I love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I really like Hot Fuzz. Yeah, and this was garbage. It was garbage. I've watched it again recently. Yeah, so I still watched garbage. It. Yeah, it's terrible. They tried to swap. I'm going to catch so, a lot of stick for this. I think. I don't think we both are because it's one of those films where people think it's really good because it's related to Shaun of the Dead. But you watch that. This is a standalone film. It isn't a good film. No, they tried to switch sort of the the buddy relationship, didn't they, between yeah, so, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg? Yeah, Nick so, Frost became the straight man, and Simon, Simon Pegg became the comedian, comedy actor. Yeah, as the sort of it crashed and burned. It was not a good film. It isn't a good film, and I really it's not funny. And and that I loved Spaced, where they all came from. Yeah, I, I even you know even Paul, which isn't from Edgar Wright, the, the yeah. their directing mentor, but um, Paul's a good film. They're, they're good films and you know even something like that some of Simon Pegg stuff is in his own like Run Fat Boy Run that's alright yeah and but yeah World's End is, is it's, bad it's the shit yeah. it's the drizzling shit um, so yeah, that's, that's a good so choice I went with that because as soon as I've seen it, it was on there I was like I fucking hate that yeah. it's so overrated and it's only overrated because of the two films that it's related to so yeah film that I would not recommend you to go and watch is The World's End so I find this really easy <laughs> really yeah <laughs> Yeah. You're a lot more negative person than me. No, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I've got four films on here. Wow. And I'm just going to, as I talk, I'm going to decide which is going to be my official choice. Okay, go for it. Um, A couple of them are kids' films. Right. Because, as I say, I've got two young daughters, so sometimes stuff just goes on. It's for the kids. Just to keep them entertained. And there's some, there's some that are quite good. There is some real bad ones. (laughs) So I'm not going to choose these. So these will be a couple of honourable mentions, I think. So really randomly, my eldest daughter, she's five, and she, this is, I can't choose this one because it's just gone off Netflix. Oh, really? So, but I think it's probably the thing that's been watched the most on our Netflix Oh, she's really disappointed that it's gone off? Yeah. Oh, dear. So she's she's asked us to try and find the DVDs. Okay. So it's Three Ninjas Kick Back. Okay. It's not even the first one. It's the (laughs) second one. So it's from from like the mid-90s. Right. Um, she loves ninjas, martial arts. Yeah, she does. That is true. She and beat me up last time I saw her. This awful film. Really? It's it's really cheesy. Not, I can't say it's I've seen it. Really she has never cheap. made me watch it. 
It's about the so the three three brothers they go over to Japan and and foil a evil criminal ring and they play baseball in between and it's not funny it's it's really bad it goes really bad and it's and partly I I hate it because it's been on on in my house about three hundred times wow and uh, oh and I took it off got it um you can I've just looked up on Amazon as you were talking you can buy the trilogy box set on DVD right but it will cost you twenty eight ninety nine wow. But you cannot buy the DVD on its own. Oh, so they're not if even you, in... If you're going to treat her, you're going to have to pay twenty eight ninety nine. I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan's in the third one. Is he really? I think so. Interesting. I think so. I think he's like the the villain. It's so, £2.49 on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. But you'd have, you can only watch it once. We don't cover that, so... That's true. We don't. That doesn't even exist. Spit on Amazon Prime. Um, and the other, the other one that I've got from a sort of kids movie is, is a film called Nine Lives, which okay. is... It's, it's kind of a talking cat film. Oh. And it's got quite a few big names in it. As in like live action talking cats? Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like Look Who's Talking, but with cats. Kind of. Um, so Kevin Space is in it. Oh. Yeah, I know we're on dodgy Ooh. ground already. Wow. And it's basically a, a bit, it's a bit like, it's a combination of Look Who's Talking and Big. So he's this That's old... incredible. <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> he's like this um, big shot executive. Yeah. He befores an accident and he... His body ends up in hospital and his consciousness ends up in this cat. Oh, right. You're really yeah. selling this to me. I, I really want to see it. If it hadn't got Kevin Spacey in it, anyway. All the terrible things that Kevin Spacey's done, and this is one of them. <laughs> I don't know if that compares, but okay. Is, it's, is it really that bad? It's not good. Okay. It's, it's garbage. Do the kids like it? It's been on a couple of times, <laughs> I think. I mean, they're like cats, so. True. They're not aware of Kevin Spacey generally, I don't think. <laughs> Anyway, so there, there are a couple of honourable mentions. My other honourable mention is a film you made me watch. Okay. And I, I I found it intensely disturbing and uncomfortable, and I didn't like it one bit, and that was Clown. Oh, really? Yeah. Clown's, clown's fucking weird. Yeah. Clown is weird. So um, that is my other honourable mention. So Clown is where... I don't realise you hated that as much. Just, it is, like it is a weird film. But... I, just, I just like the whole idea of it. It's not nice. No, it's not. So it's a guy... He does. He he books. Uh, he tries to book a clown for his son's birthday yeah. party, doesn't he? Yes, and and he doesn't turn up. Or he, he, he cancels. Yeah. So he goes to. He's looking for. A, he decides oh, I'm going to be the clown. Yeah. And he goes to this weird, creepy costume shop. Yeah. Gets this clown suit. Yeah. Puts it on. Yeah. Can't take it off. Never take it off again. And he slowly he turns into like this horrible, deteriorates into this murderous, murderous clown. Oh, it's creep, <laughs> creep me out. It is creepy. It is proper weird. That's Dark, interesting. I, I like wouldn't it. say I hated it, but no, well, I, I don't, don't say I hate it. I made you watch it either. I think we watched it for the first time together, so I don't think you this cat is not hate it. So I would not recommend. Yeah, true. Okay, I wouldn't recommend it because no, I didn't. I, don't, I, didn't I wouldn't enjoy watch it again. I must admit. But anyway, there are honourable mentions. Just your honourable mentions. What is your top one of those then? I would not recommend this one to anyone. Okay, Mamma Mia. Oh, I didn't even know that was on there. I've never seen Mamma Mia. I never want to see Mamma Mia. I, I hate, hate everything about it. I hate ABBA so yeah, much. Me too. I Absolute passion. Stunned those songs. How many times have you seen it? I once watched this film twice in one day. What? <laughs> wow. You said that like you were at some sort of Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> I am Nick and I'm an alcoholic. I've watched Mamma Mia twice in one day. Why? <laughs> I think it was the Christmas back in... Uh, Oh, eight or whenever Mamma Mia came out and we were on the in-laws for Boxing Day. Yeah. And my father-in-law had had Mamma Mia as a present. Because he's well into ABBA. 
Yeah. I remember that. I remember that fact coming out. And we, I think we watched it after dinner and played a couple of games and then... Uh, and watched it again? I think I'd gone out of the room or something and I came back in and Mamma Mia's on again. Oh, that's and they were just Christmas. looking at me like it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. Uh, no, I'd have gone home. <laughs> I'd have spent Christmas on my own. I think I thought about a divorce. <laughs> Are you going to catch some stick from your wife with it? Is she a big Mamma Mia I'm not fan? sure she'll listen, so... <laughs> What do no, you mean? She, she must listen. <laughs> she's she doesn't listen. No, she's listen. fairly ambivalent about okay, the film. It's fine. She's one way she's not one of those people that absolutely loves Mamma Mia. No. Good. She's no. gone up in my estimation. Not that she it. was down in them anyway. <laughs> Mamma Mia. Horrible. Okay. Yeah, no, I agreed. That is a terrible film. So the next category is a film that you would recommend to your co host. Now so you go. Film, I, I think there's recommend. a couple of ways you could have taken this. So I'd go on. Uh, so basically, it's a film. I don't. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't think you will have seen it. And <laughs> it's another Stephen King film. Okay. So I'm putting it out there. There's a film of Gerald's Game right. on Netflix. Have you read Gerald's Game? I have read it, have and I have film? not seen it, but I have heard it is very, very good. So. Gerald's Game I read on holiday one year and it blew my mind because I'd not heard of it. So, as I've said earlier, I'm a massive Stephen King fan and it, it slipped my consciousness. So I had no, no no record of this book even existing. And so I read it in a couple of days and it instantly went as probably my favourite Stephen King book, aside from the Dark Tower films, their books. And then, I think it was last year or the year before, they re- Netflix released this Gerald's Game film and it's the Netflix original. It is a Netflix original. Um, and it's brilliant. What's the premise of Gerald's Game? Just so people Gerald's Game answer. is about a middle-aged married couple who go on a vacation to a lodge in the middle of nowhere to try and rekindle their marriage. And they get down and dirty on the bed. He chains her to the bed with some handcuffs. And then he has a heart attack and dies. So she is in the middle of nowhere, chained to a bed with a dead body next to her. What's great? It's a great idea. It's a great idea for a book. And the book is, if you've not read the book, it is fucking good. And the film, it really works. So she starts to go, obviously, as you would, she goes a bit crazy. She starts imagining noises she can hear outside and wolves and all sorts of stuff. And she starts to slowly lose her mind. And it's about her descent into craziness as she gets tied on this bed. And it's, it's quite dark. The film isn't as dark as the book is, but I, definitely recommend it to you if you've not seen it which you haven't go out there and watch it because honestly it's really good yeah i, is, I, I will get to that stephen king well. adaptation because stephen king's probably renowned for really good books and not the best adaptations of his books. i, I think it's fair to say there's a mixed batch of yeah some of the best films, films ever made are stephen king films and some of the worst films ever made are stephen king films you think of things like the shawshank redemption and the green mile stand by me stand by me are great films i even looked to see if stand by me was on Netflix and it isn't but then you've got at the other end of the scale some really dream catcher like you say is some really really shocking films and we haven't even mentioned The Shining The Shining's yeah. probably the greatest film yeah so Gerald's Game sits right in the middle it's a really it's a good film it's a good adaptation of the book it's probably not as dark as the book as I say but I would recommend that you go and watch it excellent so you've been very nice to me there <laughs> Be horrible to me. You're not going to recommend I watch Mamma Mia, are you? No, no, no. Good. No, but in hindsight, can I change my choice? No. Um, it told me this was my most difficult one because basically because I thought you've probably seen most of what I would recommend. <laughs> um, I thought I would recommend something just because I'd be really interested slash 
I'd find it hilarious to recommend something that you'd probably hate. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so I think you should watch. Uh, a film I would recommend to you would be uh, R.I.P.D. Rest in Peace Department. What is R.I.P.D.? I don't think I've ever heard of that. So it, it was an absolute box office bomb. Right, okay. And Good, that's what I like. It stars Jeff Bridges. Okay. Who again seems to be a recurring <laughs> theme here. And Ryan Reynolds. They are two dead police officers. And this is all set in the world of... So everyone's dead. Yeah. And they have to hunt down dead criminals. Well, this so, sounds incredible. <laughs> doesn't it? it? I think it absolutely bombed and it was critically absolutely panned. Yeah. I, I watched it at home and I thought it was actually pretty fun. I'm definitely going to check that out. That sounds all right on my screen. So it's a bit, because it's kind of like part Men in Black. Yeah. And part Wild Wild West and just Will Smithy type. <laughs> it Actually, I wonder if Will Smith might have been attached to this at some point. It sounds like that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it does sound like that sort um, of thing. Yeah, buddy cop slash Men in Black type thing. The makeup was good. Special effects good. It's it is crap. Yeah, it's. I'm not saying it's a good film, <laughs> but, it's but I don't understand why it's like. It's the sort this of thing huge that, box office bomb, and so you probably know about my film taste more than anybody else. Would you think I'm going to enjoy it? I'm not sure. That's why I'd like you to watch <laughs> okay, it okay. because. Well, I'll, I'll I, I, it. I thought it was quite fun, but I think you might. I don't know if you have the patience. You if, okay? I do like uh, in your face B movies and disaster movies so okay yeah. I'll go for that I, I reckon what we should do we should both go and watch those films and then we'll briefly discuss them in a future podcast report back yeah, at some just, point just later if we did enjoy them or not I had another one on there okay I, I think you've probably seen it but it might be so far back in the, your memory I'd, I'd, it might pique your interest go for it and I can't actually remember if it's any good but it's got <laughs> a really good gimmick okay and it's from it's a 90s film called Nick of Time with Johnny Depp I don't think I have seen it. So it's but it's played out in real time. Yeah. So it's it's like, like twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but kind of twenty four, but way before twenty four. Yeah. So he's um he's a average Joe in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he's got to. Uh, I think this is like a hostage situation. Mm. I've not seen it for years and years, and he's got he's got an hour. Yeah. So the first half hour is setting up this situation, then he's got an hour to help find this girl and, and it plays out in real time and it's completely ridiculous <laughs> but it's, it's quite an interesting little little gimmick interesting is. I'll check so, that out as well so I nearly I nearly picked that one but I was, I was like I'm pretty sure you must have come across that or something. no which is unusual because I really like Johnny Depp I think it was in his fallow period yeah, so sort of really af- after Edward Scissorhands and before his mega star of Pirates of the Caribbean and all that stuff so I got yeah, into an yeah. argument about Johnny Depp today. Somebody told me a word that they thought he was awful and that he's never made a good film. Since Edward Scissorhands, he's never made a good film. Oh, that's not true. It is not true. <laughs> he has his faults. He does, yeah. He's not a spacey actor, level, but, but he's, you know, you could say he has relied on certain roles and. Yeah, but he's a character actor and he's yeah. really good at what he does. I mean, he has made some stinkers, but he's also made some excellent films. And to say he's not made anything good since Edward Scissorhands is balmy. Yes, that person, that's false. Yeah, it's false. That person's an idiot. If you're listening, you know who you are. You're an idiot. Which brings us on to our final category, which is your favourite film that is available on Netflix. So this is the number one film. This is your go-to film for Netflix. Okay, you go first. Me go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's your turn. Again, this was another one where I was looking through thinking I've got my... I have in my head a constantly a constantly moving list of top 10 films and I went through to see if any of those films are on there and the third film on the list is on Netflix. 
Okay. So my third favourite film of all time yeah. is on Netflix, and it is Jurassic Park. Great choice. Yeah. Great because choice. Jurassic Park is the film that made me a film fan. It came out when I was 12, I think. It was 93. And I remember going to the cinema to see it, and literally it was like open mouth all the way through. It was, it's a crazy good film, and the story's excellent. The effects still hold up today, which for a film that's, what, old? 1993, <laughs> I 93, think. yeah, so we're talking 20... 26, 26 years. Jurassic man. Park's 26 years. Um, which it has to be, really. There's been... We're on, like, the fifth or sixth one, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the, I absolutely love Jurassic Park, and the fact that it's on Netflix. It hasn't been on Netflix for long. It's only just appeared. I think the first three are all on there. I, I love all three of them. But I remember going to see. Uh, I saw Jurassic Park more than once at the cinema. Yeah, I did as well. And, and I think I remember going with my dad, and then I think a week or two later we went back with my mum and my sister as well because like it's amazing. It changed the world. It it changed cinema. That yeah. scene when they when they pull over in the jeeps and the first yeah. glimpse you get of the Brachiosaurus, yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's still amazing to this day. It still holds up as an incredible scene, and nothing had been done like that ever. Uh, going back to 93 and I remember as a kid thinking this is this is a life changing moment because the Jurassic Park's the reason I love films as much as I do and so for it to be on Netflix so it all had to be had to be I have got some honourable mentions but I want to do them after you've done yours because okay I, I think maybe you might have one of them okay that'll be interesting I've only got a couple of honourable mentions. Okay. I, I probably could have had a few more, but um, I've crossed one out because I used shit. it in another category. Okay. Because um, it's, <laughs> it's shit. Yeah. I've just written Mamma Mia under every <laughs> single category. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, I found something. I was like, it's going to be that. Yeah. And then I found something else. And I thought, no, it's going to be that. And then I went back to the first one and I decided it wasn't going to be the first one because it was too similar to my Big Lebowski and it reminds me of a good time and, and so I'll talk about it in a minute but the one I went for again probably one of the films that I've watched more than any other film multiple multiple times and I just think there's something new in it every time and it's the acting is amazing the story is fantastic it's Goodfellas okay I was watching you then and seeing if I could guess what you were going to say and I, I couldn't uh, okay, I, yeah, I, I, it's, it's a great it's choice superb yeah it's a yeah, Scorsese is best well, that yeah. famous Panning, tracking shot through the restaurant. De Niro's amazing. Yeah. Joe Pesci. I haven't seen Ray Liotta. in years. I've seen it a few times, but I haven't seen it. Again, soundtrack's fantastic. Yeah, it it's, yeah, great, great film. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. I'd agree. That's, yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. but Absolute all-timer for me. Yeah. So, for honourable mentions, interestingly, given that we you've absolutely buried one of the films. Uh, it's on my list as well. <laughs> I've got Shaun of the Dead. I've got Shaun of the Dead as well. And considering... The World's End is the least, my least favourite film on Netflix. Shaun of the Dead is, again, it changed everything. It, it reinvented British cinema and it's it's a fucking brilliant film. It's got such a high rewatchability value. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead is one of those films that if it's on, you watch it and it never gets turned off. And I think, for me, I know we mentioned it, mentioned it previously because... Like I was a big fan of big fan of the sitcom Spaced, yeah, which was a launching point for Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and Edgar Wright, yeah, just which, yeah, which was just you know a half an hour thing on Channel Four on on a Friday night. Spaced, and then, and then suddenly, I remember coming out of Sean and Den thinking, how have they made that? Yeah, that's their first film. Yeah, and it's perfect. It is perfect. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's got some jumps in it. The makeup's great. The sight gags are great. <laughs> the shot where you look where they 
they shoot the the girl in the garden. Yeah. And and the camera looks through the hole in the stomach. Yeah. And Sean's just on the other side. Amazing. Yeah, it is. Everything about Sean of the Dead is amazing. There's no weak spot in it. There's everything about it is incredibly well written. It is funny in every scene. When they're beating the beating the zombies up to the yeah, so uh, don't stop don't me stop now. now. That reinvented that song. That became <laughs> it did, Queen, that yeah. became Queen's number one. Everybody knows Queen because of Don't Stop Me Now. But before that, nobody knew what Don't Stop Me Now was. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead is a great. It was it was a toss up for me between Jurassic Park and Shaun of the Dead. But Shaun of the Dead means more to me as an adult. But Jurassic Park as a kid was life changing. But Shaun of the Dead is an incredible. Thing. If you've not seen Shaun of the Dead, definitely go watch Shaun of the Dead. Space isn't on Netflix, unfortunately. Which is surprising. Maybe one day. It should be. Things like Peep Show are and the IT crowd are. Cool. I have one other honourable mention. Have you got got one more as well? Do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go with one if you want. This, I've gone with Jumanji. Okay. Because I I did spot that in there and I did think you might have that somewhere. Jumanji is, again, another film from... This is the the original. Yeah, the original with Robin Williams. I needed a Robin Williams film because I love Robin Williams. And Jumanji is an incredible piece of cinema because for the same reason that Jurassic Park is, the effects hold up today and it changed everything at the time because nothing like that had been done before. And Jumanji's another perfect film. There isn't a weak spot in Jumanji. You still learn stuff about it today that I never knew. It blows my mind still. I I like Jumanji. It's good. I'm not not as high on it as you are, but it it is a good film. I think Robin Williams is best when he is harnessed somewhat. Yeah. And then... He can explode out with that sort of bundle of energy, yeah, and absolutely. and that happens really. That is used really well in Jumanji. Yeah. It, those films where he's just over the top all the way through for two hours can be a bit grating. Yeah, but yeah, he's a he's a perfect guy for that for that movie. And without trying to sound like a really grumpy old man, <laughs> that does feel like it's one of those films that they just don't make them like that anymore. They don't. Oh, they they had a real good go with the. Am I saying re? I'm not saying remake sequel that came out. Reimagining. Yeah, it is a sequel. No, because they go to the jungle and find his um stuff. Yeah. To find what's his name, Alan. Yeah. So that was a good homage. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, good choice. Good choice. My my other honourable mention is something a bit more recent. So it's three or four years old now, and I don't think it will be that well known to the general public film watching people Joe average but I think the sort of people who probably listen to this podcast are maybe aware of it and that's okay. a film called Snowpiercer yeah um, which is a Korean film starring Captain America <laughs> so Chris Evans that's a very recent addition to Netflix is it yeah it was. Uh, I didn't know how long it's been on there but I did, I did come. I did find it during this search it was never released in the UK Really? And this is its first release in the UK. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Good fact. Good fact. <laughs> so Snowpiercer is basically, it, we're in a dystopian world and um, a portion of the surviving population of the planet is on this huge train, yeah. which constantly just crisscrosses the globe. Yeah. Uh, it can't stop. You can't go outside because there's wolves and... Yeah, radiation. All sorts of shit going on outside. Yeah, you can't live outside. And this class system has developed in the train. So you've got the poor plebs at the back. They're getting fed like gloop and, <laughs> and good word. Uh, you know, the classes increase as you go all the way to the front, and then there's this mythical driver slash creator at the front. And it's about how how these un, you know these lower classes rise up and and start fighting their way through the train. It's got some badass fight scenes in it. It's gory. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a great idea. It's 
Chris Evans is amazing in it. Tilda Swinton's in it. It's is yeah, it's it's a it's a great film. Check it out. It's a bit different, so that was my other honourable mention. Excellent. And I think that brings us to an end of. Uh, I think we've done well there. I think we've described who we are as film fans. You 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 guys now know a bit more about who we are. Yeah, that was that was that was a fun fun to talk for you some yeah. time, actually. So we've gone to the top of the stream from the bottom of the stream. We'll be back to the bottom of the stream at some point. We've come up to take some air and yeah, we're going back down there. We're going to dive back down. So bottom of the stream was designed to to try and find films that people are not finding on Netflix. Now we took a bit of criticism in the week that there was films on our list that this guy had heard of, and that's always going to happen. There's all there's people have heard of stuff. Of course they have. And <laughs> the idea isn't to find stuff that nobody's heard of. The idea is stuff to try and find hidden gems that we should we recommend that you go and watch or we recommend that you don't go and watch. And that's what Bottom of the Stream is. And the idea was that you watch the film along with us, you listen to our opinion and then you feedback and we'll get into a dialogue. A bit like a book club. So we get into a dialogue about it. So that's what Bottom of the Stream is. There's so much stuff on Netflix. There's a lot of stuff on and Netflix and there's a lot of... Just because you might, you might have some famous faces popping up in these things. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're going to sit down. Netflix release original stuff all the time with really famous people in it don't advertise it. So they, they released a film. It, I don't think it goes on at the bottom of the stream because of who's in it. But they released a film recently called, called Unicorn Store, which has Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson. But they've not. There's nothing about it. Nobody. They're not tweeting about it. They're not telling you about it. But it's out there. Obviously, I don't think because they're the two of the most famous people in the world at the minute. It doesn't go at the bottom of the stream. But that just tells you that Netflix are releasing stuff all the time, and they're not talking about it. And that's what we want to do. We want to tell you that these films are out there and let you know about them yeah and it was just really keen to sort of develop uh, no limits in terms of what we want to watch and talk about I, I, we've only done 10 episodes and we've already watched a documentary yeah and and a, a low team rom-com a team rom-com a, a low budget essentially a homemade film in yeah. murder party yeah and a, a, all sorts in between a comedy starring two really famous comedians uh, comedy actors and there's no limits of what we're going to watch on the bottom of the stream as long as Netflix are not talking about it. If you've heard of any of these films, that's that can't be helped. But yeah, yeah like we said, I think we said, I said right back in the first episode, you're not going to find anything like Bird Box. No, if, exactly on and, here or yeah, on the Silence. Yeah, exactly. Things like that and Highwaymen. Yeah, there's other podcasts out there that will tell you about those films. We want to be the one that tells you about these little nothing films that nobody's talking about. Yeah, that's who we are. And like like we said again right at the start, either polish up a diamond or yeah. Throw a bit of throw back in rock back in the yeah. back in. The I don't want to be talking about big budget blockbusters. That's that's not who I am. I'd I'd go to the cinema a lot, but my my passion in film is garbage. <laughs> I like watching rubbishy films. And so that's what that's what this podcast is. And if we find some like last this, this week's film is that documentary that we watched is fucking brilliant. But nobody's talking about it. So that's who we are. That's what we wanted to say. I hope you got something out of this little bonus episode. I, I think the, just before you sort of close out, I think the the only other quest, the one of the other questions we had this week on on the Reddit was um, how we select them. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's just worth confirming that. So we are doing it randomly. Yeah. So there's no tricks or, or anything no, hidden. All, we're not we're not we're not planning it out. We're not weeks promoting ahead. anything. Yeah, we're, we're literally not. deciding it's... as we finish. We're not even... recording the last one. We do the random selection. Yeah. However. Yeah. We do manually add things to our list. Yeah, so we'll go through as, Netflix individually. Just as things pop up. Yeah, and if we've not heard of a film, we'll add it to the list. And or we'll it's got an the... interesting description yeah. or a trailer pops up. And we'll add it to the list. We'll add it to the random app that we've got. Uh, we don't watch the films together. 
Nope. And we don't talk to each other about the films until the podcast is running. Correct. So we, I, I have no, I have never any idea what Nick thinks of the film, and he never has any idea what I think of it until we're sitting in front of this microphone. Yeah. And I think that's the best way we can do it. It's yeah, I don't. I, I, I'd, I'd be too worried that I'd, I'd, if I spoke to you about them beforehand, that I'd blurt yeah, a load exactly. of stuff and out, and then we'd sit down here and I'd have nothing to say. Yeah, exactly. This is all real. This is us. This is just us two sitting on a couch with a microphone between us, talking rubbish about films. And if that's what you're into, then it's just a usual conversation. We just happen to stick we just a microphone. To, there's, a, there's a big fluffy white microphone in front of it. So yeah. So if that's what you're into, subscribe to the podcast on whichever app you're using. Um, follow us on all the social medias. So. Instagram is at BOTS underscore podcast, which is the same as Twitter. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Email address, if you want to email us your opinions, is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And the website where you'll find all the episodes and you'll find the stream table is bottom of the stream dot podbean dot com. And I think that's everything we've got to say. Awesome. Happy? Yeah. Okay. Always we'll be, happy. We'll be, oh, I know you are. We'll be back next week to talk about whatever the hell film came out in the last episode. Bottom of the world. Bottom of the world. We'll see you then. Cheers. Bye.